What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host, and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about trusting yourself, a message we really can't hear often enough and something I think most people everywhere need reminders to do. And trusting yourself is often what precedes doing the hard thing or the right thing, the thing that helps you feel like a better person. You may not feel 100% confident in yourself before you stand up for something you believe in, but you at least have a moment of feeling like, I know deep down this is the right thing to do, and so I'm going to act on it. And it's trusting yourself that forms the bridge between knowing and acting. Today's big idea is that when it comes to decision-making, your intuition can be a super helpful tool. But most of us keep this in a very cognitive, critical thinking realm, making pro and con lists, and maybe asking others for their advice. These things are fine but they leave your intuition out of the conversation. And that's a loss because your intuition always knows what's up and wants the best for you. There's a tool that I learned from my first coach over 10 years ago now that I continue to use today with myself and with my clients. It's a decision-making matrix that helps you get all your reasons for wanting to do something and to not do something on one piece of paper so you can start to discern which of them are coming from your heart and which are coming from your fear. You know, there's two basic forces in the world, fear and love. And with our negativity bias, the tendency of our brains to focus more on things that didn't work out or that cause pain than on the things that go well and lift us up, we spend way too much of our focus on fear. This exercise just helps give love more of a voice. I offer this decision-making matrix for free on my website. It's available at the very bottom of every page on my site. You just put your email address in the box and click the button that says, I want clarity, and it will come right to your inbox. But you don't need the fancy download to use this matrix. I'll talk you through how to do it on your own right now. You'll need a piece of paper and a pencil. When you've got that, draw a big square in the middle of your paper and then draw a vertical line down the center of the square and a horizontal line across it so that you've divided the big square up into four smaller squares. Along the top, write fear over the left-hand column and love over the right-hand column. And then along the left-hand side of your grid, write yes next to the top row and no next to the bottom row. So now, think about your decision and frame it as a yes or no question. So if you say yes to this choice, what are all the things that you're afraid might happen? Write those in the top left square. And in the top right square, write all the loving reasons why this choice might be a good idea. Now imagine you're saying no to the choice. Write down all the things you're afraid might happen because you said no in the bottom left corner. And then all the loving things that might happen as a result in the bottom right corner. Write down everything you can think of. Get all your fears and all your hopes down so you can see them clearly. Now's not the time to hold back. This is the time to get it all down. 
I'll share how to figure out what to do with the information you've just collected right after this break. Welcome back. Once you've filled in all the quadrants of the matrix with your reasons for and against this choice when viewed through both fear and love, just look at your paper and take all your answers in. And then ask yourself, where is the excitement and the energy and the heat? Where is the cold, the dread, and the tightening? What reasons sound maybe like your most manipulative relative trying to get you to do what they think you should do? And what sounds like a person who believes in you and wants the best for you? And then ask yourself, what energy do I want to listen to? I know that there may be an awful lot of things in that fear column. I'm not trying to say that your fears aren't valid. Maybe seeing them listed out will help you see that choosing that option just isn't where your heart is at right now. It's too scary. And even seeing that and deciding against it or letting fear win, you know, would still be a beautiful thing because you took stock and you chose from a deeper place than merely, ah, I can't handle this right now. Also, remember how Mark Twain said, some of the worst things in my life never even happened. Remind yourself that fear is most often your ego trying to keep you safe and in a little box where you can't get hurt and also where you can't stretch or maybe even fully breathe. So just read that list of things in the fear column with at least a little grain of salt. Also, I suggest putting your matrix away for at least a day so that you can sleep on it and get a little distance from it before you ultimately decide. Whichever way you choose, you'll always have that piece of paper to refer back to, to remind yourself of why you made the decision you did, and that will help you either keep going or make a new decision. So that's your tiny assignment, to fill out your own decision-making matrix and give yourself the experience of involving your heart in your decision-making process. If you'd like to get a pretty designed version, go to katehanley.com and scroll to the bottom of any page. You'll see a sign-up form with a button that says, I want clarity. Pop your email in there and I'll send it to you automatically. And I hope you'll come back tomorrow when I'm interviewing award-winning book coach Lisa Tenner on how to tap into your wisest, most creative self anytime you need a little guidance. She walks me through her Meet Your Muse exercise, which I found just wildly helpful and restorative. And she shares a resource where you can do it on your own, too. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it, too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 